We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we both saw The Indivisible Man over the weekend. That's something to talk about. I think a lot of people saw The Invisible Man over the weekend. It made a lot of money. I feel like every Blumhouse film always, quote, does well, and but it's unclear how many people actually saw it. But I think this one people did actually saw. Well, they can say it does well because they're so cheap. They're like, it did well because it cost $3, right. but still that's smart. But I think it actually, a lot of people did see this one versus it also doing well, quote unquote, making its money. Like, making Also, it, it had good back. reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, it was like better than most of those movies. It was, it was very scary. It was very tense. It was very scary. I'm not an Elizabeth Moss stan at all by any means. And I thought she was great in it. It looked cheap as hell. It took place in like three places total. <laughs> it took place in three places. <laughs> right. It was just very, it got to a point where I was like, Lizzie Moss, I've seen this role before. I've seen this face before. I've seen this performance before. It was... Lizzie Moss having another breakdown on camera. Lizzie Moss is so good at making a series of like five to six faces in a row that really just have her falling apart. But I've seen those faces every time. The sort of manic, the smiley fall apart where she's like yeah. crying but smiling and she's like, you don't understand. He's in the chair. He's right there. No. <laughs> Also, it was it was a little triggering for me. I had a mouse in my apartment, and the part where she's just run, she's just screaming like, "I see you're here! I know you're here! I see you!" <laughs> was literally like an impression of me trying to find the mouse. <laughs> just like, I just I know you're here. <laughs> where are you? Where are you? Show yourself! Come on! Do it! There you are. Except for the mouse, I couldn't just look for the indent in the chair or the couch or a different chair. There's a... God, I don't think this is... I don't think this is a spoiler. You can I don't tell care me about cut spoiling it out. this. But there's a part where she... Like, the truly the most traumatic moment of that movie was when the Invisible Man punches Storm Reed. And Storm oh, Reed yeah. thinks that Elizabeth Moss did it. And then... Aldous Hodge comes in, two who, the th three big who's in the movie, Oliver Jackson Cohen, who plays the Invisible Man, and then Aldous Hodge, who plays the friend, and Storm Reed, who plays his daughter, who they're, she's staying with for some reason. And so the Invisible Man punches Storm Reed, and then she's like, oh my god, I don't feel safe, Elizabeth Moss punched me, and Aldous Hodge is like, we're leaving, and they, and they leave her alone in the house, and it's like, this is your house, tell her to leave the house. It was very, like, that part in a comedy where... You're, you're like, the person goes, get out. And the other person goes, I live here. <laughs> Which happens in like every movie <laughs> or TV show. But it's just like, 
I don't feel safe with my daughter in my house, so we're just going to go bye-bye. Well, then also they didn't need another place to go, another set <laughs> down, you know. And then she fucks up the entire house. There's paint everywhere. She's in the <laughs> attic. She's got – every time a new object came, I was like, this object's coming back. The ladder, the mace, the dog. I was like, come on. We're just introducing objects to bring them back. <laughs> so Storm Reed, who I think her biggest role is A Wrinkle in Time, the star of A Wrinkle in Time. Euphoria, uh, though, is as Zendaya's sister. Zendaya's sister. And her her best performance in The Invisible Man, honestly. It was very good. She was good. And then good. this guy, Aldous Hodge. Hot. Who, Who's in every hot. single TV show that's ever existed. I literally was gasping as I scrolled through his IMDb. He, Lindsay found this cute little thing. He was in Die Hard 3. That's his That's his first ever role. He's one of the boys. I forget like what exactly his role is, but he's one of the kids in Die Hard. Uh, and there's a, there's a scene of him going to like Sam Jackson's shop. I'll play a clip here. You can like hear yeah. him. It's cute. Ten after nine. Why aren't you in school? Tony wants to sell you this. Tony, that no neck dude they call Bad T. He says he found it in a dumpster. He keeps stealing from people. They're gonna find him in a dumpster. No, he didn't steal it. He says his uncle gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Let me that newspaper over there. Don't ever let people use you. It's so cute. And then he was in every single TV show for a while. And this, this, I mean, I, I know he ha- he's had big roles on shows that I don't watch, but this felt mm-hmm. like a really amazing role for him. Yeah, and he's good. He really is the visible man. He's the visible, like, best platonic friend. And it's like Elizabeth Moss has no interest in him. Well, like, just funny because no you have in the him. invisible man who's bad. And then you have the visible man who's good. And you're like, <laughs> get with that guy. Like, why are we basing our time with this like invisible man? Also, when they reveal the visible, the invisible man, when you see him, it's really not. a. F- it, it's like kind of disappointing. No offense to Oliver Jackson Cohen, who is also known for. Going the distance. You know, I knew him from something. Your and it favorite was movie, going, going the, the distance. distance. <laughs> yeah. And I looked him up. He's not nepotism technically. He's not a nepotism beneficiary, although he might be. But Jackson his mom Cohen is a name. Yeah. His mom is a famous fashion designer, uh, and she designed a lot of the costumes for Absolutely Fabulous. You're talking about which Oliver is kind Jackson of iconic. Cohen because he's Jackson. British. Yes. He's a he's a Brit. Yes. Interesting. A lot of this was one of those movies where it was very clear that the leads were like not American. Right. Yes. Like the clearly. guy who plays the Invisible Man's Invisible Brother. I was like, you're not American. And no, I not in the slightest. And went on Wikipedia. He was but definitely from New Zealand. But the thing about this movie is it's, I don't think that these, I don't think that these who's are really going to make a split. I think the the movie did well, but I think this is really only a Lizzie Moss vehicle and not really like mm-hmm. a these other people vehicle. As much yeah. as we want. I just don't she think She was the most visible who in this movie. Right. She's a them though, right? Yeah, I think she is. She is. She's a definitely Her smell though is a who. This is her them. Her smell is a who. She needed this after her smell. Again, the same again, the same faces as her smell, but done better. Made more sense also, in this movie. You know how she could tell that the invisible man was in the room? How? His smell. <laughs> Cause she would always like scent Fuck. sense his scent. I just there was so much like funny invisible man acting, which I know is the point of the movie, <laughs> but there's no like cheaper thing. Like they didn't use a green screen man and cut him out. They just had her act to nothing because she's talented <laughs> and she could. But just so many just open door shots, just a shot of an open door. And you'd be like, uh, uh. <laughs> she's like, she's just talking to him or the yeah. scene where she's being interrogated. And then she's like, I mean, he's in here. And then it just like cuts to a corner. You're like, I believe you. But the f- the funniest thing was... And you're like, wow, end- Oliver Jackson Cohen is so good in this scene. So talented. He's so amazing in this. Um, I saw a really <laughs> funny tweet. I actually almost lost my mind. It was, it was a, actually a series of tweets that was really funny. Somebody posted themselves sitting next to an empty movie chair. And it said like... <laughs> I'm here with the Invisible Man to see the Invisible Man. He's sitting right beside you. He's, and then the response was, uh, for that joke to work, the chair would have to be down. Which is so <laughs> correct. Like, the chair was flipped. The movie theater chair was flipped up. Like, clearly he wasn't sitting. The whole point of the movie is that when the Invisible Man sits somewhere, like, the chair, has it has like, an effect. It's like, a gravity, smooshy. It's like, smoosh. Squoosh. Like, the gravity has an effect. Like, the Invisible Man makes an indent with his tush <laughs> on whatever he... Since 
Also funny, this is in the trailer, before the Invisible Man actually gets murdery, when he's yeah. just like, I'm going to set your bacon on fire. Oh, right. He does like <laughs> annoying things. Yeah. It's like he does things that cats do. You know, he's like, I'm going to turn on all the ranges. <laughs> <laughs> but not even all of them. Just, just one, one of them a okay, little but, up. Yeah, but a cat would turn on all. You know, a I'm going to knock just... your knife off the counter, which is right. something a cat would do. Right. A cat. It, basically, the Invisible Man is a cat until he beats her up. Which then it's like, whatever. I do respect them for taking this like very boring as the Invisible Man plot has been is kind of iconically boring. It's like a man gets turned invisible and loses his mind and becomes evil. You know, like wasn't mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon the Invisible Man? Who was it? Hollow Man. Hollow, but that's the same shit. Yeah, but then he became like he became a sexual predator right after he became invisible. Right. So you become invisible and you essentially like lose your mind because of the power of being invisible, and also no one sees you, and also you're kind of like whatever, and you become bad. This like took the twist, which was Where he's that, like already bad. Yeah, and also that like it's a suit, not like you're invisible forever. It, it mm-hmm. was like a contraption. He's, that you a, te- take he's on a tech guy. He's a tech guy. Yeah, I mean, we've well. talked about the Invisible Man for ten minutes. Um, <laughs> I could like go on, honestly. Let me cut back. Let me go back, 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 back. Speaking of her smell, Chloe, did you see her spawn con for Febreze? Oh, honey, her smell is chemically. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, honey. Her smell is chemical. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought about this spawn again. Not a who, but. One of the hooier spawns I've seen from these, from Kardashians in a while. I mean, truly one of the worst. And not just <laughs> it's bad, the, like... It's one of the worst pieces of spawn I've ever seen. Right. And and you'd think they'd be done with this stuff by now. Like, I kind of thought the Kardashians had kind of aged out of the worst types of spawns they were doing. You know, the really debasing ones. The, like borderline illegal ones but it turns out they're not because this one really takes the cake the photo shoot is bad the concept is bad the uh, it's uh, it's an unbelievably bad product for her to be you you do you know it doesn't make any sense really the thing about febreze commercials is that like anytime you watch a febreze commercial it's like a mom going into her dirty son's house and she's like you stinky stinky and then she sprays it and this is just chloe in her house that's to be like it looks like the house has never been used it's the kardashian aesthetic is like no one's ever lived here like right it's just so strange febreze is known for like spraying your sheets between washes invisible (laughs) invisible residence is the kardashian aesthetic (laughs) invisible residence I mean, Chloe's not as bad as Kim's house, but it's it's getting there. So it's like, what are you covering up? What smell are you masking? And why are you in bed with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine bottles of okay. Febreze, three quarters of which are bedazzled with Swarovski crystals? Can we just describe the three? I'm gonna read the. I'll read the caption, but also describe the three images that are involved in this spawn. <laughs> so there are three images in this photo shoot of Chloe Kardashian, um, who doesn't even look like a human herself. So it's kind of like beyond. It's even more meaningful. It's like we took this kind of like every man's dirt like spray, like disgusting dirt bag spray, and we've elevated to like Khloe Kardashian who lives in like a space pod that no one lives, that actually no one lives in. <laughs> so there's three shots. The first one is her, as you're right, in bed, I guess, or on couch. Pantsless. Pantsless, like white shirt and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten Febrezes lined up alongside her like they're cats. I missed the little baby tenth one. Oh, yeah. my God. They're, and they're also different types of Febrezes. There's like the there's like the spray can. There's the spray bottle. There's a Febreze. There's a not Febreze. There's a bedazzled one. Ugh. Anyways, the second photo is a different shot of, I think, the same bed or a different bed. No, it's a different – it's a couch. She's on a couch now. She She's was on, on the bed. She's on a couch. And the best part about this one is you have – she has three Febreze's next to her. She's not looking mm-hmm. at them. And she's also not wearing pants still. <laughs> but then in the background, which looks to be like it's a balcony, right? It's outside. It, it looks like a hotel balcony at like a resort. It's that sort of thing where like the balcony spreads into the room. Right. There's a chair where the Invisible Man is sitting, and then there are two <laughs> tables. And the tables have one, two, three, four, five bottles of Febreze just <laughs> sitting on them. They're outside. The photos are also taken with a phone. The photos are not nice right. photos. Well, then they the third are bad photo camera photos. is the worst photo, which is a picture Low of... Low light. <laughs> picture <laughs> of a bedside table in terrible lighting. There's a framed photo of Chloe and her daughter, True, 
And then three, I kid you not, disgusting looking bedazzled Febrezes. There has been nothing more disgusting bedazzled than a bottle of Febreze, right? Imagine the intern who painstakingly bedazzled this Febreze bottle, these Febreze bottles. You're like, you can't. I'm just imagining one of those things floating in midair. Right. That's how she would know he was around because he's Febrezing her sheets and washes. There's okay. Chloe's BFF Malika is in the comments and she says, you love at Febreze and then hard eyes. And a lot of people are saying like, you're the queen of Febreze. Even the home is in there can confirm that you are the clean queen of all time. Love you. Heart, 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 heart. So people are saying like, Chloe is a Febreze addict. That's, that's fine. But Febreze is really terrible. And it's, it's anti Chloe's aesthetic. Well, half the comments are like, LMAO use Febreze like wash your sheets or whatever don't Febreze you know like wanting to just wash your stuff and then the other half are like Febreze is so bad for you and the environment you really shouldn't be using 9 to 20 bottles of Febreze throughout your mouth <laughs> it's not just that she has one she has like 20 bottles of it that's the what is she Febrezing I know she, Chloe is known to be like a clean addict but but Febreze doesn't make things clean. No, they just make them smell like Febreze. Yes. It's like whenever you whenever you're in like a restaurant bathroom and like you walk in and someone has just sprayed Febreze, it doesn't smell like Febreze. It smells like shitty Febreze. Yeah. It smells like shit and Febreze. Well, it's that's why it's like you can smell it's like it doesn't smell clean it just smells like febreze you're not hiding anything. It smells like chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. You're if you were go go into someone's bathroom you can smell the like air freshener you're like okay i get there's a smell here that's being hidden (laughs) not this smells like nothing (laughs) so her smell so i was looking up i do not recommend anyone go to this website what is it ewg.org and you like type in a product and it tells you how much of a pollutant it is and how bad it is for you i'm sorry as if like coronavirus hitting new york city isn't enough bobby's out here like searching about searching febreze on like the EWG guide to healthy cleaning and I just like typed in Febreze it, environmental working group it let me tell you it's all bad and it will just shake you to your core to look up the EWG write-ups of your favorite cleaning products yikes not fun next up hot pocket Eris. was this funny the first time well we talked about this on Friday and then I cut it because it wasn't interesting but I do want to talk because we just <laughs> talked too long about stuff that wasn't interesting when the real interesting stuff is the end but the only thing that's interesting is the uh, is the is the phrase hot pocket heiress as I said on the last <laughs> one I was like I don't necessarily care about this aside from just the quote hot pocket heiress calling and also the Lori Lachlan callback at the end of the story yes. but hot right. pocket heiress was in the news a lot because yes Lori Lachlan and Felicity Huffman sucked all the air out of the college admission scandal room. But now that the dust has sort of settled, we've realized that like other sort of vaguely notable rich people are involved. And one of whom is Hot Pocket Heiress. They call her the Hot Pocket Heiress because her family got extremely rich on frozen food creation. One of their most successful brands being Hot Pockets. Her name is Michelle Janavs. And she... Hey, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna quote CNN here. They call her former food company executive, and that food company is the the Hot Pockets brand, like the the holding company. Anyway, she paid the scheme's mastermind Rick Singer, who we've heard of because he was involved in the other ones, one hundred thousand dollars to cheat on two of her daughters' ACTs, and agreed to pay two hundred thousand dollars to have one of the daughters admitted to the University of Southern California as a quote fake beach volleyball recruit, which is like my favorite thing about the scandal. No, the I love sports. that it's like a difference. Everyone has a different sport they're scamming. It's it's so good. It's crew. It's volleyball. You know, whatever. What what would be your fake scam sport? Like, what would you choose? What would you want to be fake? What could you fake the best? I what I could fake the best in terms yeah. of like a couple of photos, basketball. I feel like for basketball, it, it would be basketball or track, just because of height. I was gonna say swimming because you're t- again because you're mm, tall. I don't think I could fake swimming. I I wouldn't have good enough <laughs> fake form. But I think basketball, I could just like pose with a ball. Do you know what mine would be? It would be it'd be fencing. I thought about this. It'd be oh, fencing because I could fake that well. I think like a little jab, jab, jab. I know I could fake track because i ran track for like two years in middle school and i was terrible at it i mean i did every sport because like i'm from texas you do every sport i hated all of them and i was bad at all of them but there was a photo that my mom took during one of my track meets where i was doing hurdles and like 
every <laughs> me doing hurdles was the funniest thing in the world because I hit you every just, hurdle. I would like you did? jump and then I'd hit the hurdle and then I would fall down. And I was also but you're slow. so tall. I but know. Like, you would think Everyone you're assumed tall, you could just I would step over the hurdle. No, 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 no. no. You couldn't no, just no, no. step over no, no, no. the hurdle. <laughs> My, if I had been, if I had been the invisible man doing hurdles, you would have just been like hurdle fall, hurdle fall, hurdle fall, hurdle fall. <laughs> Mom would be like, "Here he comes, our invisible son. We're so proud." <laughs> Clank, 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 clank. You'd think, so, but for you, you'd think stepping over hurdles would be just like Lindsay, walking I understand. over like a stoop, you know, like I a, understand like, that like it would a little stand piece to reason. of duty in the street. You're like, I'm stepping over it, you know, just no problem. I know. <laughs> I should be good at these things, but I'm not. It just goes to show you there's no such thing as like, like athletic ability is not like inherent. You have to work at it. Oh, that's true. Anyway, it's... um. So there was this photo that my mom took during one of my track meets of me doing hurdles. And it's like this beautiful professional photo. And she definitely just took it with our, um, remember that Kodak camera that could take the panoramic and then the regular and then the other one? Sure. Remember that one? No. She took it on like her point and shoot camera that could do like the three things. And my, I look so graceful and my legs are over the hurdle. It's such a nice photo, but, and it's like close up. And it was on our fridge forever. But that photo, I was in last place. And <laughs> as if you continued, if you continued the jump, my foot knocked the hurdle over. So it's like this we it makes me look really good at track. Oh, so you're saying that photo could be used that could to get be you my into proof. college. Yes. I got it. And so I would tell I my mom, it. like, take this it. off. Like, uh, this is, I hate this. I, I did terribly at that match. And she was like, but it's a good photo, which is She's fair. not wrong. Not wrong. Anyway, so she got five months. Well, so the what makes this interesting to me is that it's technically an update for Lori because yeah. Lori is still trying to fight this case. Actually, I think they just they just uh, tried to push it back even more because there were some paperwork that indicated the FBI and Rick were talking about uh, before, and they they were trying to make a deal where like he was going to give them information to catch the people. But isn't that just like informant? Like to it, that's normal. I feel like that's normal police. I think work. that's very normal. I know that from SVU, you know, like this, that's the point is, is that this woman who did, who pretty much got this, did about the same amount of damage in terms of money, monetary stuff as Lori got mm-hmm. five weeks. Uh, Felicity got one week and they both pleaded guilty. And Lori, if she pleaded guilty, would probably get around what this woman got is kind of what people are guessing by using her example. Mm-hmm. But Lori refuses still to plead guilty. Wow. So now there's even more talk about, you know, what's going to happen because the case is just dragging on and on and on because they have so much money just keep fighting it because Lori and Massimo desperately don't want this on their you know record or whatever mm-hmm. so the the battle continues <clears throat> and the hot pocket heiress is going to jail the hot pocket heiress is going to jail i mean she's got billions of dollars it's going to be fine and also there's no way she'll be there for the full five months right there's no way wait wasn't it five weeks is it no, five, five months? months five month sentence oh five, five month months sentence. she'll be there for a month tops which is what laura i mean it's yeah, whatever. The point is, is they're going to Martha Stewart prisons. And the and the other point is that I was really into all of these stories about the the fam the family that founded or created Hot Pockets, David and Paul Mirage. Yeah, that's why this dragged on. And and I was like, this is so funny because every story about them keeps saying they developed it when they noticed more women were entering the workplace, but no one was elaborating. And I was like, why is everyone using this quote? I need to find out the full context of this quote. And I found this story from the LA Times from like 2003. And it says, he gave uh, a commencement speech to the UC Irvine Business School last year. And during the speech, he said, Mirage said he spotted a trend in 1983 because their business first got famous by selling frozen Belgian waffles, which apparently were like, it was hard to get a Belgian waffle for for a long time. So it was easy just to sell them frozen, whatever. So they were already making frozen foods. And he says, in 1983, he spotted a trend that there were an increasing number of women entering the workforce that he thought he could capitalize on. Quote, why not develop a frozen food product that kids and teenagers could heat themselves when mom wasn't at home? He asked the graduates, a handheld product that could be eaten on the run. He was literally created because he was like, moms don't have time to cook anymore. The funny thing is when you told that to me, the first thing I thought was mom's eating Hot Pockets on the run, but it actually is kids eating Hot Pockets at home. That's because how, mom like, is at modern, work. But that's how, like, 
in my mind, the first thing I thought of is like, yeah, mom's on the run. They got to eat something. Hot pockets. Why not? But it was because they were leaving their <laughs> really, kids Really, they're shitty kids. <laughs> Mom, where's my goddamn hot pocket? What was your, did you have like a, a, a snack food in your house that was always there? Yes. Elio, the, like, because um, my mom was a dietitian for many years, so we didn't have a lot of snack food in my house. Mm-hmm for obvious <clears throat> reasons. Mm-hmm. But one thing that was always in the freezer that you could make was Elio's pizza, which is definitely regional. Did you know what Elio's is? No. Is it the one it's, like... It's soft. It's like so, it's like soft crust frozen pizza. It's really good. Oh, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen Microwave. those. It's, it's like toaster oven pizza, but it's mm-hmm. very good and soft and it's almost sweet. It's almost like deep dish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Deep dish pizza. So there was always that. What did you have in your house? In terms of like savory stuff, um, we had those frozen. There were there would be frozen pizzas, but they would be the little. Um, they came from the Schwann's Man. I'm sure you've never heard of the Schwann's Man, but it was like this frozen food company that like literally delivers frozen food to your door. Have you heard of this? No, no. It's a big thing in Texas. Wait, they delivered frozen food to your door. Couldn't you just go to the supermarket to get that? No, because you don't. They just show up. They were literally. It's a door to door. Oh, like they were selling company. vacuum cleaners, but they were selling frozen. Yeah, they food. would come like every couple months, and they would just drive. They just drive around, and if you want them there, you're like, hey, and then they're like this big, cute, like frozen food truck, and you buy like things. So we had some frozen little pizzas. And you know those ones with those like cube. Did people buy pepperonis? them because they just felt bad, like that they just like wanted to support the the men, the delivery? I feel like. Uh no, it was light tight. It was just a good way good. to get like oh ice cream. <laughs> Some frozen pizzas, okay. like push pops, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But the main thing that we always had, because my mom didn't have snack food in the house either, but we always had Oreos and we always had Oreos in oh, the sh- freezer. Th- have I told you this? Oreos could not, Oreos would not last five minutes in my house. That was the problem is like no one had self-control. It's just like everything would be gone immediately. That's incredible. We, we were, I wasn't like housing Oreos, but I knew that like my mom always kept them in like a tub in the freezer because she liked them cold. Yeah. And I've never frozen <clears throat> Oreos. That sounds amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. Look at the Schwann's pizza. They're the ones, see this? Let me see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Everyone funny. has a version of this. Yeah. Elio's kind of looks like that, but it's square. Wait, let me show you what Elio's Oh, I Googled like. it. Elio's. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's square. It's square. <laughs> but it's, I think it's probably the same consistency. But look, this is the, this is the Schwann's man. That's the truck. Oh, there it's he cute. is. And they drive around. There's Elio's. And that's actually what Elio's pizza ended up looking like. <laughs> Honestly, that looks so appetizing Yum. to me. I know it looks disgusting, but like to me, to my brain, I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to eat that. It's about once a week I linger in front of the frozen food and I'm like, should I get Elio's? But no, I can't <laughs> do that. Do we want to do Sky Jackson or should we do Markless and move Markless up? Let's move Markless up. Then we'll do Sky Jackson. What is the national animal of England? Am I supposed to know that? Big headlines this week. We got a lot of competition. Want to just alternate? Yeah. I think there's some. I think there's some winners yeah. here. I think I know what the winner is, but I, I think we're probably on the same page when it comes to the winner. But let's see. There's been so much good Markless news that the headlines. We've been doing ones that are more standard with weird news. We need to go with for the headlines that are more yeah. weird. Yes, you, I agree. Yeah. So from the Daily Mail. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle hope to, quote, uplift fans and remind them of the, quote, good news in the world as they follow another, quote, positive Instagram page for the month of March. And they follow Tank's good news. Uh, that's that's pretty good, yeah. right? That's a good one. And then next up, ET Online. Canada will no longer pay for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's security. I love how just short, sweet to the point it is. I didn't know they were paying, but okay. Um, this is from Radar. Megan Marvel, Prince Harry's wife, begs agent to find her superhero film role. I'm sorry, Megan Marvel? <laughs> Megan Marvel? And then they call her Prince Harry's wife. Prince Harry's wife is so disrespectful. If, if they replaced Brie Larson with Megan Markle, no one would know. No one would know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> like I'd we'd be watching we'd be watching Captain Marvel 2 as if, but if we were <laughs> One of us would go, is that? Nah. Like nah. in a movie. <laughs> nah. 
couldn't be. Okay, last one. This is page six for sure. Meghan Markle will reportedly attend Met Gala after Megxit, which Four isn't a good headline, M-words. but that is that's news. That's, that's good news. news. That's the most imp- that's the most iconic news of this week. But I think the winner is Meghan Markle, right? I think it's that Meghan and Harry followed an Instagram account. That's absurd <laughs> to write about. They hope uh, I guess they hope to right. uplift fans. Honestly, they followed an Instagram account and and the Daily Mail took from that that they hope to uplift and inspire fans with good news. Because they followed Tank's good news. Tank's good. Tank Sinatra. Tank's <laughs> Tank's good. I want positivity with the hint news. of humor. I want to follow them so I can so I can I'll follow remind, them from who I follow I them from I want to remind who? of fans I want to uplift our fans and remind them of the good news in the world the top of this ad copy says aura pronounced aura but what it should say is aura pronounced like Rita because it is it's Rita aura but this is just we're aura, quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce aura <laughs> let me yeah, tell please. you that and the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts because we've both been giving aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this and let's just say they never flop <laughs> as long as we've been doing the ads it's true They've though never because aura frames are beautiful wi-fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos it's super easy to upload and share photos with the aura app and if you're giving aura as a gift you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories i love that i haven't done that but i would do that next time that's a really good idea i haven't done that either i like i'm more like sending people connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Speaking of good news, here's some bad news. Spelled B-H-A-D. Behad Behad News. Remember Behad Baby? Behad Baby? I don't really, now that I think about it, I don't really want to get into it because it's just like so, it's so dark and they're children. But um, (laughs) Bad Baby and Sky Jackson are feuding. It's not weird to me that Bad Baby is, I think Bad Baby runs on feuds, like Bad Baby Mm -hmm. loves to feud. But Sky Jackson, you would think. Not known for feuds. But but has feuded with Azalea Banks, which is when we talked about her last, which was like four years ago. It's weird that this is now another time I'm hearing about Sky Jackson, who like is busy, but not really in stuff that I see. Uh, and she's feuding with Bad Baby, which it almost seems like Bad Baby just like chose Elaine, just chose her to fight. Yeah. Um, the it, it gets kind of dark because there's like actual threats going on and there's uh, a restraining order. But what is actually funny is that this is how Bobby and I found out about Shade Room Teen. Yeah, that's the funny part about this. But really quickly, the, the Sky Jackson Azalea Banks thing wasn't even really a feud. It was just Azalea Banks like being a, a lunatic. and <laughs> Right. And then Sky Jackson. <laughs> Sky Jackson tweeted, this is back when she was 14 yeah. in 2016. Yeah. Sky Jackson right. tweeted, Azalea Banks needs to simmer down a little. That's it. And then Azalea Banks saw the tweet and lost her mind and said and you need to grow some hips and start your and start your menzies stay in a child's place (laughs) and then then sky jackson responded when a no hip having 14 year old has more class than you worry about your career get one peace sign and it just kept going remember the photo remember the photo of her just sitting just sitting yes was memed yeah that was the best that's the reason sky jackson is famous just kidding no she's famous because she's like a a child actor yeah she was on disney stuff but bad baby yeah sky jackson was on bad baby is 17 now no sky jackson is 17 sky jackson is is bad baby sky jack bad baby is 17 as well maybe bad baby's like i got a feud with someone literally exactly my own age and like looked up like teen star like you know teen stars who are 17 and just chose sky jackson to fight or whatever again this is bad baby sort of pulling something out of nothing the story goes that sky jackson just on her private instagram account just her private instagram account was talking about like that she had a crush on uh nba young boy that rapper Right. And Bad Baby, I guess, used to date him and then got mad at her for talking about her on the private Instagram. And so... NBA Youngboy is 20, by the way. So nobody here should be dating him. Yes. Yes. Um, Bad Baby went off on several tangents on Instagram Live. And even though Instagram Live goes away, everyone has video of it immediately. (laughs) 
right. bad baby because she lives in her parents' house because she is 17. Her mom gets involved. And her mom is participating in the Instagram lives as well. Y'all see what I got to deal with? Y'all see what the fuck I got to deal with? But you pointed out that the best part about this, which is that bad baby is nothing but not a professional. Here's the, the here's a, she took a photo of whatever, her platinum records. And this is the caption. You can try to hate me for responding to bullshit with more bullshit, but that's just who I am. And I don't apologize for none of it. I've been in this fake ass Hollywood world for three and a half years. Oh, that's as, that's as old as our podcast is basically. <laughs> and I've done, and I've done a lot when this whole wide world said I couldn't, but I refuse to become as fake as Hollywood is. Y'all can play around on your finstas, but I'll always say what's on my mind. Cause that's who I am. Go get your restraining order. I'm a go get checks at Fashion Nova, hashtag ad. Which is a joke. Very funny. It is really funny. I wonder if it counts as an ad, though. I guess there's no photo of her in the clothes to accompany it. But she is getting her checks from the at Fashion Nova, hashtag ad. So the restraining order comes from the fact that because Bad Baby was upset at Sky over stuff she allegedly did in her private Instagram, Bad Baby went on Instagram Live and said, I will kill you about Sky Jackson. Made the threat, I think, twice. I'm going to kill you. No, I'm serious. I will kill you. Then she laughs, but still. I don't like that shit. Like, you don't even know if I'm talking to dude or not. You just seen us on Shade Room, so now you want to go fucking run and go like you bitches. Bitch, I'll kill you. I'll really kill you. Like, the fuck wrong with you, dumbass hoe? Sky Jackson sent all this to the courts, along with some screenshots of their private DMs, where she's like, no, I'll literally kill you. And, <laughs> and yeah, got no, a restraining order. Yeah, no, and they were like, order. oh, sure, here's a restraining order. Yeah, and take they were this like, restraining order. They passed those out like candy, but it's still, like, horrifying. It's not going to actually stop someone from doing something if they mean to. But she gets the restraining order. Bad Baby has to stay 100 yards away from her at all times now. And Bad Baby is still talking about it. Remember Bad Baby and Woe Vicky's feud? I yes. mean, the... the I- I hate to be whatever, but like the most that these girls do is like maybe pull your hair if you're near them. Like there's no, there's not Which is still like, assault. Sure. <laughs> just still assault. True, but I'm just saying like there's a lot of like cash me outside, cash me outside. Literally cash me outside is the representation of like I'm not going to do anything, mm-hmm, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you want to do something? Catch me outside. Meet me outside. Let's go outside. No one ever wants to go outside. It's cold or whatever, you know, like that is how I feel about this whole thing because it Mm -hmm. it just it it feels like a repeat of a repeat of a repeat of a repeat and like it's funny that her Instagram caption kind of addresses that it's like you guys hate me because like I start shit and I know it's shit but like that's what I do because I do that and meanwhile Sky Jackson is living up to her meme which is years old at this point we're like literally doing nothing like the photo of Sky Jackson sitting in a room politely is her response to this entire controversy she's not being rude she's not like releasing statements she quietly got her restraining order and that's right. it like sky right. jackson is just being polite as bad She's baby is this. losing it so i was reading ease recap of everything that happened between sky jackson and bad baby and i got to this paragraph and slammed on the brakes still can't keep my name out of her mouth smh baby wrote on instagram stories according to the shade room teens the shade room teens i didn't know there what? was a shade room teens well now we follow the shade room teens Shade Room Teens is a spinoff Instagram from the Shade Room that reports on YouTube stars, Teens. TikTok stars, Instagram stars, teenagers. My favorite, I like briefly browsed it and was just like looking for, to see if I knew anyone who was on it, honestly. Because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. is this a is this an area in which I'm, I know anyone? The answer is no. But I found a really funny post. It's called, It says, Funny Mike and Jalea are engaged. And I did <laughs> Google these two. They're a YouTube there are YouTube vloggers or like a couple, they have a kid and they do mm-hmm. these like pretty popular YouTube videos about their lives. Anyways, they're engaged and her caption was whatever. It Th- doesn't matter what a caption was. They're engaged and she has her hand out with the ring, but it's her right hand. So in the comments, someone writes, that's on her right hand. <laughs> and then she comments, I did switch hands. Please leave me alone. LMFAO. Thank y'all. Whoever <laughs> not hating though. <laughs> so she t- I th- what I love the most about the shade room is that <laughs> the shade room 
Shade Room Teens and Shade Room, and most accounts like this, comments by celebs as well, but like when you're regramming a post of a famous person, it's like, oh God, it doubles your community management. Jalea had to address this on her own Instagram because she put the right hand up. And then she had to address it again in the right. Shade Room Instagram because it also she has a million s- followers. She had, to, she had to step into the Shade Room teens. She had to step <laughs> yeah. into the Shade Room. I love when people step into the Shade Room. Yes. The Shade Room is iconic because of people stepping into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. They set a precedent for the idea that you, as the person being talked about, could just step into the shade room and say your piece. You know? And now everyone steps in to every sort of like uh, social media aggregator that the shade room sort of right. originated. Uh, sure. Moving on, I finally watched the, the video for Carpool Karaoke and I found myself wondering. Well, it's been. It was the trailer for it because it's like the episode is now live on Apple TV Plus. I have Apple TV Plus. But can you actually just watch it for us? Uh, no, don't watch it. Can download the episodes for like, can I watch? Uh. No, don't do it. Uh, I'll do is, it. Is that what's wild is that these two have been dating since what? Early January? The fall. Or it's been public since when? When was it? When was it announced? September 13, 2019. They've been dating since then. But it wasn't, and this carpool karaoke was filmed a few like, months earlier, like right? A few weeks earlier. A the few summer. weeks earlier. Oh, right, because it was so fast. Okay, so we knew that this carpool karaoke was out there, but hadn't been released yet because of the way Apple TV works. But we knew that they met on it. We've been waiting, quote unquote, waiting for this to be released. And finally, we get a trailer that it's out. Right? That it's on Apple TV that you can watch it. Yes. Ugh. The trailer is enough, though. I'll watch it later. Ugh. <laughs> Look at this. Ugh. It's so gross. It's six. It's only 16 minutes long. I'll watch it. If we do that song just like 20 times in a row, I'm totally fine with that. Right, so how were you guys growing up? Were you guys actually really close or was Zoe the annoying little sister? I was the annoying little sister. Yeah. What's the thing that you would do to stick it to each other when you're, cause like I knew I, how to annoy yeah. Drew. Oh, annoy or like hurt physically? All of the above. It's got dark <laughs> all of a sudden. I just had we to grow out my nails fall. because she would come at me and she's always taller than me. So uh, I had to grow out my nails. When I wanted to mess with Zoe, I would pretend that I had killed her sister, taken over her body, and I was from Neptune, I was a Neptunian, and then I was going to kill oh, her wow. next. <laughs> Psychological <laughs> damage. Actually, you have a lot really? of things that weirded me out over the years. Jonathan sleeps with his eyes open. No. And so no. I remember, uh, you know, we had a bunch okay, of roommates. Time. Here's the thing, uh-huh. this is my whole thing. People are like, oh, no. it's the weirdest thing in the world, I could never sleep next to somebody with their eyes. Would you rather the person next to you snored really loud or quietly sits there with their eyes open. I but then you know. can't get to sleep because you're so creepy. Open, yeah. And by the way, it's, it's not no, always. It's like every now and then, and it's a little open. It's like cute open. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. I feel like we should sing some music and move on from this. Okay. The trailer is shocking though, because it's like, if you had no idea what the show was and you watched this trailer, you would say, never in my life will I watch the full version of this. It's not cut in a way that makes this interesting. It's cut in a way that makes it look like well, a no... horror movie. What's the concept of these? Like for the actual original, it's James Corden and the artist singing the artist song. It's an interview format. And it's an interview and it's a sing and they're singing and it's interview, blah, blah. This is like, let's put four whatever famous people in a car and just have them sing any song. Any song. All songs, whatever songs. I will never find another lover sweeter than you, sweeter than you. I will never find another lover more precious than you, more precious than you. Girl, you are close to me, you're like my mother, close to me, you're like my father, close to me, you're like my sister, close to me, you're like my brother. You are the only one I ever think, and for you the song I sing. When we grew up, our, we actually used to sing a little bit as kids. My yeah, dad used to play professionally tell. guitar and sing before we were born. No way. And so our family, our get-togethers, we would actually spend more time together than just going off with friends because we used to love to sing with our parents. Because at Christmas time, we would go carol to all the neighbors. Do you remember our go-tos, right? Uh, 
Joy to the world, the Lord has come. At the end of the trailer, it shows that they're in on a stage singing an original song about the Property Brothers. Zoe and Bones. Zoe and Bones are on stage dressed as uh, Thing 1 and Thing 2, while Thing 1 and Thing 2 are in the audience, like, laughing at it. Where am I? Identical twins taking the real estate world by storm? <sighs> Could we really do it? And Jonathan is so sure. But I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm scared. Hey. I'm scared too, but when we're together, anything's possible. Yes! What is happening here? I don't know, but it's amazing. If I dream it, you can build it. If I build it, you can sell it. It's as simple as can be. If I buy it, you can fix it. And if I fix it, you can listen. We're brothers and property. The funniest thing about this video, though, is the comments that talk about bones because I love when people talk about bones like this comment hey bones <laughs> look at this bone I know but did you see this bone where'd you find that bone it was just sitting next to this bone Dr. Brennan bone call they said it was important or something about a bone like that's not funny but it is funny and then someone else just wrote she's from bones wait what? is that on daily mail <laughs> no these are the YouTube oh, comments like she's on bones like, I just love the different stan communities. We've got Zoe fans, New Girl fans, Bones, and the Property Brothers. She found love in a hopeless place. Has there ever been a less hopeful place than the car from Carpool Karaoke? He's hopeful that something's going to happen. They're all just the exact same amount of weird. I, I really love it. It is, I, like, I forget who it was, but somebody was like, oh, they're terrible. And I was like, I feel like it's perfect. It's like, it's like if two people you didn't like got married and, like, went away. And you were like nice you know <laughs> you know you belong together and also like you get away you moved like nice you know like that's good <sighs> Hold on. wow i'm yawning wait we should leave that in i'm yawning oh my god do you need some sleep did you sleep well last night or did you sleep too well last night I, that's the thing is like the yawn usually means you haven't slept well but sometimes i think the yawn means like the sleep was too bang was too banging too banging <laughs> <laughs> On your Helix mattress? My bed is like my sanctuary, as you know. And it's really because of my sheets, for one. Obviously, my pillows for two. But mostly for my mattress. Mostly my mattress. Mm -hmm. Because my your bed Helix is like mattress? made exactly for me because I took the Helix sleep quiz. And I was matched with a mattress because I, you know, I wanted something that felt the way that I wanted to feel. I think I like a medium. I sleep on my side. Yeah, I sleep on my side and my stomach. Same. But I have a, I have a, I have a mattress on the firmer side, which I love. I like But there's a, soft, a little bit of a softness to it. It's I like a softness, a soft, but I like it's also sinking firm. in. I like sinking into the mattress, you know? But that's fine. We all sleep differently, and that's why Helix has so many different mattresses to choose from. They're personalized. They're shipped straight to your door, free of charge. They offer a 100-night free trial, and they offer a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new mattress. But if you don't want to take our word for it, or many, many words for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I don't really want to talk about the coronavirus, but I, but as my brain is broken, I could not help but notice that a lot of celebrities have been like spreading bad knowledge, much like the coronavirus is spreading about wearing masks and kind of making them a quote unquote thing, like a fashion thing. And it's pissing me off because as you know, the masks don't do shit and they're taking like they're price gouging them now and they're a valuable resource that hospitals need. And like all these celebrities are wearing them mm -hmm. enough and they don't do shit for the coronavirus. And it's just pissing me off. And you have... The Access Online, uh, more uh, Selena Gomez, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Kate Hudson, and more stars wear face masks amid coronavirus fears. And there's a slideshow of them wearing masks. Just wash your hands. Everyone knows this by now. Just, Just wash, wash your hands. fucking hands. Summer Walker showed up to LAX like wearing a garbage bag and like gloves and a surgical mask. <laughs> no. <laughs> This is story in the jazz and brand that you put in there, I did not see this, where it's like, earlier this month, Walker made headlines referencing HIV, 
because her laptop was stolen off of a plane. And then she put on her stories, whoever stole my laptop off that LA flight last night can suck a fat, stinking, uncircumcised, HIV-infested dick. And then people got mad at her, obviously. And this one person responded, I've been living with HIV since Summer Walker was 11 years old and longer than her career will last. My immune system is stronger than her live performances. <laughs> okay, that's incredible. That's a really good response. Um, there, uh, It's from some article about Caitlin Carter going on a trip with her ex, Brandon Jenner, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I took a screenshot and tweeted uh, this incredible photo caption. Quote, will we make it to LA Alive? Unquote. The bisexual 31-year-old Insta-storied a video of herself and the 36-year-old reality star wearing masks and wondered if they'd survive the coronavirus. And then the Daily Mail, like, obviously hates her and said this. Quote, I got sad this morning thinking about leaving, quote, the University of New Hampshire grad wrote on Instagram. <laughs> that's, all, that's all they got. That's all they got. They ran out of stuff. What's next? Why is there a photo of Sofia Vergara's son lying in bed with a dog feeding him luxury dog food? Okay, I love this. I fucking <laughs> love this. Sofia Vergara's son, his name is Manolo Gonzalez. Manolo Gonzalez Vergara. Manolo Gonzalez Vergara. This is from the Daily Mail. Sofia Vergara exudes glamour in a lace midi dress as she helps her son Manolo launch a luxury brand with his pet dog. And I guess the story here is that he started a business called... Canini by Baguette. I think Baguette's the name of the dog. They're so cute. These dogs are so cute, by the way. Like, they're... They're little, like, chihuahuas or, like, chihuahua mixes. I guess the company is just cute dog stuff at hotels that come with the room. Or you can, like, request them. They're only at Vegas hotels. Right. So, but it's so it's unclear. If you go to the Instagram, which is at Canini by Baguette. But there's a lot of people commenting, what are you selling? Because it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> As to what the product is, because it's literally just a service at a hotel. And the photos are just, like, dogs photoshopped to look like they're holding martinis. Dogs <laughs> photoshopped to look like they're doing yoga. And then it's, like, something new and fabulous is coming. And, and then it's a dog reading the newspaper. And it's, like... I Okay, but it's so cute. The dog reading the newspaper is so cute. And then there's a dog lounging and it says something sexy AF is coming. But (laughs) sexy? Sexy? All these dogs are wearing clothes too that are like not the type of dog clothes I like. I love clothes on dogs, but not like skirts. Like I don't don't like implying a dog is wearing a skirt. A lot of dogs in like Sia wigs as well. I just Canini. don't. I understand that your dog could wear like a coat or like a sweater, like a wrap around their body, but a skirt doesn't make any sense, really, because they can't hang down over like their knee, you know, their knees or like their privates or anything, really. I guess if they're standing upright, but dogs don't stand like that unless you hold them, really. Here's one from two days ago from Canini by Baguette on Instagram, and it's a dog lounging on a fancy bed, like a fancy dog bed. Yeah. And it's and it's wearing a. Uh, uh, a leopard skin top and a fringy pink bottom and it's a chihuahua by the way so all these things are two inches big and it says even vips have vips very important pets and nothing can make your pet feel more special than a canini product at home or on the road which is like what you said exclusively at these hotels and now you're saying they're on the road find our products and our world-class dog amenities program exclusively at nomad vegas hashtag canini hashtag nomad vegas scroll down scroll down someone just goes congratulations apostrophe s so they have no idea what they're talking <laughs> no about. idea what they're talking and then about. one of them says congrats on the launch and then you got sale gtq down at the bottom what is this about what is this business <laughs> I'm telling you, no one knows what the business is. It's so cute. This it's is like the so equivalent cute. of going into the shark tank with a PowerPoint of nothing but these photos and saying, hello, sharks, and then silently flipping through these photos and expecting a million dollars. To be fair, sometimes when the idea is bad, the sharks will still react good if there's a cute dog or a cute baby or a cute anything. And then they like are like, I hate your idea. It sucks. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they'll play along I love when they play along and you're like oh are they into this but they're not they just they think the dog is cute they think the baby is cute they think whatever you're doing is interesting but they don't want to give you money for it you know I didn't google him has he done anything else do, like do we know what's his deal how old is he where's he from well let me tell you something Lindsay I can answer all those questions why because I have clicked on the story on oprahmag.com 
slash entertainment slash eight two seven five six two two three four slash Sophia hyphen Vergara hyphen son. And it's yeah. everything you need to know about Manolo Gonzalez Vergara. Okay, what are the things? He's twenty seven. Twenty seven, okay. His father is Sophia's childhood sweetheart, Jose Luis Gonzalez. Okay. He's pursuing an acting career. Mm-hmm. He has a killer sense of humor. Um, mm-hmm. which they only know because of his Instagram. He's a massive fan of Cher. That's the last thing to know about him. No, he rescued a dog named Baguette, and he's a massive fan of Cher. The last two things kind of tell you everything you need to know about this celebrity right. who you don't. <laughs> Those two last things say so much. His life must be quite interesting. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita Ora shines in two hot metallic looks in LA. She wore one metallic look, and then she wore another metallic look, mm-hmm. which was... The same metallic look. She just switched metallic pants. Oh, it's the same top. She wore the metallic top, but the first time she was wearing copper pants, which are metallic. Then she left wearing a leather skirt, which is not metallic, but it was a metallic look because it kept the metallic top. But she just switched the bottoms and, oh, okay. the, and, the, and the shoes. Thanks for um laying mm-hmm. that out for me. You're welcome. This was in Paris. I think she was in Paris Fashion Week, too. So part of these metallic yeah. looks was Paris Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. She looks super chic and elegant black ensemble and gold choker as she steps out in Paris after making fashionable arrival in the city. She's always making fashionable arrivals. Yeah, she wore like a she wore a really cute like two tone, very um jacket. like Glenn Close in um Hundred One and Dalmatians minus the spots, you know. <laughs> yes. Wait, this is very Glenn Close in Hundred One right? Dalmatians. It's like very campy. That's good. Even her boots are like half black, half white. She looks like that game Othello. You know, with the pieces that you turn over from black to white. I really don't mm-hmm. know how to play it, but I know it has pieces that you turn over from black to Neither white. Neither do I. Don't people also call it like Go? Yes, but like it's also called Othello. There's, or is that a different one? No, it's... it's. What do they play in Knives Out? Is it Othello or Go? or? I, I'm pretty sure it's Othello. Yes, it's called Othello or Reversi. Go is what they play in, um, in Knives Out. Well, this game is called Reversi or Othello, depending on... Is it called Othello because of the Shakespeare play? Like, because that's a little bit... I think probably. That's... Now I don't like that. That's yikesy, right? Or are we just reading it? In... That's yikesy, right? I think it's yikesy. Hold on. I got to figure this out. Oh, my God. It is yikesy. The name was selected by Hasegawa as a reference to Shakespearean play Othello, the Mora of Venice, referring to the conflict between the Mora Othello and Iago, and more controversially, the unfolding drama between Othello, who is black, and Desdemona, who is white. Oh, so it's literally a reference to Othello. Yes. Okay, so we're calling it reversi. Yeah, we're calling it reversi, not go. Go is a different game. Go is a different game, but also uses black and white little coin thingies. Mm-hmm. But Go is extremely old. Go is thousands of years old. Okay, but this is not about Go. Rita Ora looks like Reversi. <laughs> Before we get on to the most important headline, let's do these two. Yeah. There's this one, these two. Newly single Rita Ora cuddles up to the wanted's Max George. I don't get this pun, though. The sun starts off this headline, bit of Auraite. Do you get that? Is that a British thing? Is that a bit of Auraite? Auraite? Bit of Auraite. No. Bit of or. What's Auraite? Auraite. What's Auraite? I don't know. It's like. That's a tough pun. Aura dash ite. Like, all right. Is it all right? Auraite. Bit of all right. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you have to have the accent for it to make all sense. All right. Maybe it requires an accent. Not mine. Maybe it requires an accent. But the most important thing that happened to Rita this week she allegedly broke up with someone who she may not have even been dating. No, she broke up with Jude Law. No, Jude Law's son. I mean, sorry, Jude Law's son, Raph Law. <laughs> she broke up with Jude Law's son. Remember, they met on the set of the Oliver Twist movie. Well, they drifted apart because they are literally um, seven years apart and uh, not working together anymore. They were never <laughs> yeah. dating. They were definitely not dating. They went on like a couple of dates while they were shooting the movie and they like held hands outside of a totally. restaurant. I'm sure they were like, they had a good time for a little bit, but I don't think it was ever serious. I bet they'll get back together when the the movie comes out, though. Just a guess. But according to the Daily Mail, 
Rita has spent so long out of the country now and they're not talking as much as they were, let alone doing the things couples do when they're together. Things are on ice until they're back in the same country. They might pick up again then, but at the moment, they're more like friends. At the moment, Rita Ora's more like friends with everybody. I know. I know. She's a good friend. And I think with that, we're done. Are we done? We're done. Thank you for listening to Who Weekly. Support us at patreon.com slash weekly for weekly long bonus episodes and uh, a few bonus little mini daily episodes every week. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Oh, come see us in D.C. Come see us in D.C. at the end of March. Go to whoweekly.us to buy tickets. Buy some merch at whoweekly.us as well. And we will see you on Friday with another episode of Who's There. Bye. Bye. Oh, God, bye. Hey. Yeah.